0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2273. Mando Mondays are coming. In fact, there was a bit of a prologue to that just yesterday. What does that mean? Well, it's a whole big initiative and it is going to run all the way through the end of The Mandalorian Season 2. I'll explain the whole deal and give you some previews of what was released on today's show. Punch it. Hey, Rebel Razer I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Mando Mondays. This is basically the spiritual successor to Force Friday, which was the big retail event they had for The Force Awakens and for The Last Jedi, and they did Rogue Friday for the release of Rogue One. It happened a couple of months prior to the release of those movies. Well... Mando Mondays is basically that you know same kind of idea. The initiative that they just announced on StarWars.com is that for nine Mondays, bracketing the eight Fridays of the Mandalorian Season 2's release, they're going to reveal some kind of new merchandise on MandoMondays.com, which basically refers to a landing page within the Star Wars website. And the gist is that it's supposed to apply to the particular episode that just aired. So the first one that's gonna happen actually happens before the first episode airs. It's gonna happen on Monday, October 26th. Of course, season two debuts on Friday, October 30th, and then on the successive Mondays, so nine Mondays in total, but on the successive Mondays, allegedly there is going to be new Mandalorian merchandise of some kind, and perhaps it will tie into stuff that was shown in the episode that Friday, perhaps not. Perhaps it'll just tie into the Mandalorian itself. We will see. But to kick this off, they released a bunch of pre-order stuff. So I guess Mando Mondays the prequel (laughs) happened on September 21st. And as we've done with Force Fridays in the past, I checked out what I could for packaging and product descriptions for some of these things to see if there was anything interesting to learn. And ultimately... I don't think they managed to reveal anything that would be shocking for Season 2 or anything like that, but it is kind of fascinating to me to see how they are continuing to describe the characters and situations for The Mandalorian. For example, they describe The Mandalorian in the variety of Mandalorian items they just released for pre-order as battle-worn and tight-lipped, a formidable bounty hunter in an increasingly dangerous galaxy, and that's all they say, which is accurate, and it's also interesting that they're just, you know, not taking any chances whatsoever. They're giving you, you know, basically a logline about the character, and that's it. Similarly, you don't really learn much new at all about Kara Dune, she is described as an intimidating brawler and crack shot, and it says Dune has put her days of military discipline behind and has now reinvented herself as a mercenary. There's also a figure of IG-11 that's out as part of this initial Mando Mondays thing. He's described as one of a series of dangerous assassin droids largely outlawed in the galaxy. IG-11 is a hired gun programmed to follow Bounty Hunters Guild protocols to the letter, and so... You know, you get a moment where you're like, is it possible he's coming back? But, I mean, he's self-destructed. I don't think he's coming back. I think it's just, hey, we didn't have an IG-11 figure for The Mandalorian. So, you know, season one. So, let's put one out. Uh, Let's see, what else? So, there's also a description they're calling the stormtroopers under Moff Gideon's command, they're calling them remnant stormtroopers, which I think is kind of cool in its way. They're described as elite shock troops fanatically loyal to the empire and impossible to sway from the imperial cause. Now, that's the sort of description that would probably apply just generally speaking when the empire was still the ruling force in the galaxy, but It's also kind of fascinating to read that kind of description five years after the events of the Battle of Endor, like that fanaticism. Is pretty important and I think you know could be indicative of the kind of behavior that we will see from them and also perhaps from the Imperial death troopers who are involved in this whole fracas so they are described as the elite soldiers of Imperial intelligence and I don't think that I had ascribed any link Uh, to Imperial Intelligence with them. I think they kind of mean, like, maybe the Imperial Security Bureau, but maybe that particular term is lost on the general public, perhaps? Imperial Intelligence is probably a little bit more uh, broadly understood as a concept, I would think. Anyway, Death Troopers are described as being encased in specialized Stormtrooper armor with a dark, ominous gleam. Ooh. And Queel gets some merch, but nothing that had a description of his character, unfortunately. So that was a little too bad. Uh, The Gamorrean Fighter, one of the Gamorrean Fighters that we see in the Season 2 trailer. There's a Funko for that character, but no description that comes with it, unfortunately. Uh, No Grief Karga stuff just yet. So hopefully we'll get some Grief Karga merch as we get down the line with these Mando Mondays. Um, There are only a couple of other uh, character descriptions that we haven't talked about yet one is for the heavy infantry mandalorian that would be the character voiced by john Favreau, and it says that he is a born survivor he guards a precious armory and helps to keep the flames of mandalorian heritage flickering in this time of galactic chaos so that's another situation where you might almost be inclined to try to read something future facing into that i don't know if you really can but you know does raise the question what happened to the mandalorian covert at the end of season 1 of the mandalorian there have to be some folks still alive from that we know the armor is of course so where are they going to show up in season 2 ah Who knows? Um, One other one I will share with you, and that is for the child. (laughs) Ta-da! So the child. Um, It says, The adorable 50-year-old creature known as the child, parentheses, and lovingly referred to as quote, Baby Yoda, unquote, by fans. So every product description I've seen of the child has had some sort of parenthetical note saying lovingly referred to as Baby Yoda by fans or words to that effect. It's really hysterical. Um, It says, the creature known as the child is many things, cute, curious, hungry, sleepy, force sensitive, and one of the galaxy's most wanted. And I guess it seems like it's kind of stating the obvious, calling the child one of the galaxy's most wanted. But I have to admit, I was kind of surprised when I read that and when I read it again and again and again, seeing all the different child products (laughs) with the descriptions and whatnot. And I realized that I've been walking around with this idea that the child is not in nearly as much danger as he was in season one because of how things were resolved in season one. I guess I th- was thinking in my head that season 2 would be more about reuniting him with the Jedi and that he wasn't in nearly as much danger as he was in season 1. But the season 2 trailer makes it patently clear that that's not true when they show up at the Gamorrean Fight Club scene and a bunch of folks draw down on the Mandalorian, right? Like, that gives you an indication right there and of course Moff Gideon is still alive and he was after the child and so you know what's going to happen there who knows but certainly Moff Gideon is after him and will put the full force and fury of his Imperial remnant behind those efforts too so yeah even though for some reason I was like ah season one like they've taken care of a whole bunch of problems and the child is going to be pretty safe from now on nope it's only going to get crazier from here and there is one other product they debuted that I want to chat with you about really quick but before I do that I just want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Audible thank them again for letting me offer you a free audiobook download a free 30-day trial by going to sw7x7.com audible if you've listened to the podcast over the last couple of months you've heard me talk about it <laughs> once or twice so the fact that you can listen to a Star Wars story and get something you know as close to a cinematic experience as you can get without watching a live action or animated Star Wars story well that's a pretty big deal you get the same special effects sound effects same music And the production value is just stellar. It's incredible and it's great to do. Not necessarily with my uh, studio manager Indy going out on walks, (laughs) but certainly with video production assistant Padme, who you may have seen once or twice on social media for the show. I am digressing, though. I just want to remind you, sw7x7.com slash audible for your free audiobook download and your free 30-day trial. And thank you so much for checking it out and supporting Star Wars 7x7. So the other thing that they revealed was a Monopoly set based on The Mandalorian. And I was looking as carefully as I possibly could at the properties on the Monopoly board to see if there was anything unusual or different or interesting that they shared there. It turns out that there's not really, but there's sort of naming conventions that are new, like Quill's farm is called the Vapor Ranch in this thing, for example. And the locations are all season one locations, but they are planets specifically. So the prisoner transport that we see in the prisoner and that space station, those are not represented in the Monopoly board, but... Navarro is, and Sorgan is, and Tatooine is, and Arvana Seven, uh, the place where the child is rescued. Uh, All those places are represented, and Boardwalk is actually the Imperial Safehouse, and Werner Herzog is pictured on the Boardwalk (laughs) Square, which just gave me quite the little tingle of joy. I was very pleased to see that, because I think Werner Herzog is the bee's (laughs) knees. And so that right there is going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you